Welcome back. Wrinkled on the brain. With your Classical sounds. And also classical information for the classical mind. Now, without further ado, we bring you an update from the wrinkle itself. It is something that we must and should have done quite a long time ago. Out that America is a entity and a group of Americans that are full of chaos. We do love ourselves some good classical, but however, we love the chaos. Now, as we delve deeper to the wrinkle, we will find that there's more to life than what we would have assumed. More to what we've been taught, what we've learned over years, over time, and over millennia. Is it possible that maybe UFOs are true? Is it possible that maybe just here in front of you that is not from you? Maybe we can speak even more about those very silly deep state. <laughs> Yes, yes, y'all. Believe it. I'm back. A new ring on the brain. Back here with you. So happy to be here. So happy. So excited to be in visual. This is great. This is great. This opens up so many opportunities. Um, I'm able, you're able to see me. I'm able to read whatever you guys put, but you're able to see me. That's a beautiful step up. I think it's really something I've been kind of holding back on. It is something that I, I admit my fault but um but no seriously I'm, I'm really happy to be here with you i don't take any of my fans for granted thank you so much for showing up um i don't even think of y'all's fans i think of y'all's family so appreciate it because guess what there's not a lot of us here real recognize real so let's go ahead and keep it going i'm really really happy to be here um yeah so before we get started i really want to just kind of clear some some beautifulness out um it looks like we've had some updates out here the world's been wild Let's go ahead and take a look. I mean, I I didn't know I would be doing this today. <laughs> I, I didn't think today would be one of those days, but it, it really is amazing how how far just a simple idea will go. You know, and, and at one point I was like, you know, eh, maybe I should take a break. You know, maybe I should, you know, take on some other ventures. And I, and I did, you know, I you know, got my fishing in, got me, got my little, got my little career right. But now that everything's right, it's like, oh, well, I got some free time to do some things. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. I got a couple updates for you. And we'll take a look at those here today. Because today is very simple. It's something overdue. I'm going to do something that's overdue. So... All of us have overdue work to do, you know, talking about all of us have a little something that we ain't, you know, we haven't really been paying attention to or whatever. Um, so I'm going to try and pay, put some attention to some things because we just don't. As Americans, we don't, you know, a lot of the day-to-day, -day, you know, it's hard to keep up with. I get that. I 100% get that. I, 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 uh, I'm guilty. 
I'm guilty as well. You know, assuming you have all the time in the world, but you don't. I get it. A hundred percent I get it. But here's what I'm gonna do. That's his name. There we go. <sighs> Now, in, you know, about about a month ago, I started <clears throat> the last series that, that was on the um, A New Wrinkle on the Brain audio, which was great, by the way. I, th I think it went great. Um, the reactions are amazing. Engagement's awesome. Numbers are great. I'm not mad at all. I, I thought it was a very good product. Um, but with that, you know, I had brought up a couple of things that were just like, hmm, that wasn't in a book I've read before or wow, hey, that's a story. I've, I've never heard that story before. I, I, I get a lot of that. And with that, I just want to bring up, you haven't heard the story because the story has been co-opted. Um, I, I've explained this in person, but I think it's better I do it here because this is really kind of where it holds weight. The stories were co-opted. Um, I don't mean the book that I covered. I, I mean, the religious and spiritual books you read right now were co-opted from the spiritual book that I covered. So the spiritual book that I covered has way more data into it. It goes way back in time. It really does cover amazing order of chron chron chronological order. It's just a, it's really, really well done. But it does it in a way to where it does word it to where it's a little dense. It's a little like, nah, I don't want to read that. But if you get through it, you get to this point where I'm at now, where I'm able to kind of sit back, look around and say, oh, man, what the fuck? Facebook's weird. Uh, social media is weird. Twitter is weird. Twitter dumps. Has anyone been keeping up with the Twitter dumps besides me? Like, am I the only one? I'm on like Twitter dump 20. Um, the Epstein logs are coming out. This okay. Let me, let, me, let me backtrack a little bit. When I first made this podcast, when I first started this thing, I started talking about Epstein before anybody else I knew. The only other person I knew on this earth that was even talking close to that was Alex Jones. Everybody thinks everybody still thinks he's crazy, but it turns out the information was legit. And now the 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 uh, the release is coming. Whether it's here or not, I don't know. I, I honestly haven't looked it up. I haven't paid that much attention to it. But that's for a reason. I didn't do it because I knew at this point it doesn't just vindicate me. It confirms everything I was talking about. It doesn't just vindicate, oh, you know, you were talking crazy a while back. No, homie, Uh, guess what? Turns out I was right. Not only was I right, but... The, there's documentation now. There's 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 receipts. There's just like Maxwell's in prison. If I were incorrect at all at any time, please please correct me. However, doesn't look like I've been I've been too far off, and it looks like I've kind of been on par. Now I'm gonna begin this very simply, just with one simple phrase, and we heard it we heard it for four years, so this should not sound strange. <clears throat> we would always hear. Trump's a madman. Trump is crazy. Trump Trump just talks out of his behind and says whatever's on his mind. He just doesn't care about the American people. 
The man just can't speak. He's a very bad public speaker. Well, <laughs> I bestow to you the wonder, the wonderment that is, <laughs> the, the wonderment that, that occurs when you try to follow current President Biden. I still call him Brandon, but um, this is <laughs> this is something where it's like, really, is 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 it that bad? And then when you think about it, yeah, yeah, it's that bad. It's pretty bad. And this is just from last year. Yeah, check this out. So the best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. I'm, we're going to get a lot done. I just got one. Got me. democracies in the world today than we did 15 years ago. Fewer, not more, fewer. What? Just remind him, I wrote the bill on the environment, on the environment, on the environment. Yeah, you know, he whispers into the mic. He, he does these weird outbursts. It, it, it only gets worse, you know. I'm not gonna do that to all of us. It's that bad that I have to do it to myself. But no, seriously, this is pretty bad. This is not good. This is not something you hang your hat on at night and say, you know what, America's in a good place. Why? Well, we got Brandon out there, and he's just he's doing a bang up job. No, no, he's not. <laughs> no, it's so bad. It's so bad. It it's that bad. And, you know, I sat here and I tried to give as many analogies as possible. I even went as far to be like, you know what? Maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I'm the, maybe I'm the one with dementia and I just don't know my words. Like how when uh, he was out there talking and then at one point he starts talking about having his legs rubbed down by children. And then he gets angry about the man named Corn Pop. And no one knows who Corn Pop is. Where's Corn Pop, by the way? Has anyone found Corn Pop? Is he actually a person? Would would I be would I be in trouble if I impersonated Corn Pop? Hey, what if I dress up as Corn Pop for Halloween? I'm just saying. We've heard Trump say some wild stuff. Okay, <laughs> like don't get it twisted. Trump said some wild things, and even in the past, long time ago, you know, grab him by the. I don't know why he would say such a thing, but, you know, at least Trump's misogyny and racism was clear, you know, at least we knew where he stood, um, with this old guy, I, I'm looking at his picture, I'm sorry, it's like, it's, it, his, his confused face is just, it, it's something, 
it's something. Yeah, if I gotta go through it, you gotta go through it. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, every time I look up, I see this face right here. Um, but no, seriously, you know, all, all kidding aside, I I tried my best, you know, and 2019 going into 2020, I did my part, you know, I researched politicians, I brought up where you could find the polls, and apparently that was a problem for the system, which is strange, because the last comment that we just heard Biden talk about was this big word we keep hearing over and over, democracy, 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 there's, there's no democracy, there's only so many democracies, and we're democracies. Okay, okay, cool. Now, um, yeah, let's, let's take a look at the definition, just, just, just a little fun, little factoid, a little, just a little something to think about as we move forward here. Especially when I warned you about the New World Order about three years ago. So we're going to look into the definition of the word. Why does he keep saying it? He's pounding the table. Democracy. But I mean, if we look into it, democracy is a form of government in which the people have the authority to deliberate and decide legislation. Or to choose governing officials to do so. It sounds like it means the act to vote. Now, hold on, let's go a little further. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just stupid. A system of government by the whole population or all the eligible members of a state, typically through elected representatives, capitalism and democracy are, are ascendant in the third world. The second definition, which is provided to us by Google itself, the old G double O, if you will. I, I'm not doing anything that you would not do yourself. I mean, seriously, I just put in the word democracy. Um, we're searching the word for the definition. And so far, it just sounds like it's it's just a it, it's the act to vote. It is the action in which to vote. It's an action word, it's a verb. It's a verb. What what it, it, to be democratic. If you are to if you are in a a locale where a voting opportunity exists, you are participating in a democracy, meaning you have the right to vote. Here's what's strange: he keeps saying our democracy, our democracy. What does he mean? What does he mean? What does he mean? What does he mean? Democracy. Then it takes you to this one simple click. While often characterized as a democracy, United States is more accurately defined as a constitutional federal republic, which does mean constitutional refers to the fact that the government of the United States is based on a constitution, which is the supreme law of the United States, a.k.a. law of the land. Now, I'm going to stop here for a moment because it seems like you're not with me. I just want to make sure everyone's with me. We've heard a lot. It's been on news. It's been on every single time a Democrat speaks live. They always say it. They sneak it in there. It's a battle for our democracy. Our democracy. You know, I I think about Jim Brewer when I, when I think about this because now it's like, dude, 
You are so right. Jim Brewer is correct. Every now and then, talking heads start saying the same thing. It's not that they're all making. It's not that they're all having the same idea at the same time. No, 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 no. They literally start repeating themselves. Let me let me just let me just prove my point. Now, just in case y'all don't believe me, just in case you guys don't believe me, you don't have to believe me, but I'm going to show two videos. I'll pull up this one, and then I'm going to pull up this one. Yeah, I'll pull up this one over here. I'll do this. Yeah, so, you know, our democracy, our democracy, like, we keep hearing it. I've heard AOC say it. I've heard Biden say it. I kind of don't know what they mean by it, but... So I, that's the one I want. This is a good one. Now, okay, I'm going to, I'll start here. I'll start here. I'll start here, and then I'll show you how repeating things happens way more than you assume. We we tend to forget things quickly. I just want to make sure you're with me. Now, okay, here, I'm going to go ahead and share the screen real quick, give you a little bit of that look on the old Mr. Joey B. You know what I'm talking about? We call him Oh, Joe Robinette. All right, yes. Yeah, so here, here's this de democracy thing. I, I, I don't democracy, right? So, so let, let's tonight. Let's check it out. Let's, I've come let's to this place where let's it learn. all began. Let's learn together to speak as plainly as I can to the nation about the threats we face, about the power we have in our own hands to meet these threats, and about the incredible future. The lies in front of us, if only we choose it. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Now, I want to be very clear, very clear up front. <clears throat> not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards, backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. They promote authoritarian leaders, and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. That's why tonight I'm asking our nation to come together, unite behind the single purpose of defending our democracy regardless of your ideology. Ooh. Defending our democracy. Hold on, let me, let me make sure I got the words right. We need to defend our democracy regardless of your idea of your ideology. Okay. Um, let's go back to the democracy part. Let's 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 let's, let's look a little further. That's where the news that you watch on TV or even sometimes the 
podcaster you may follow online may not play the whole thing. David Pakman's guilty of this. TYT's guilty of this. I'm not going to do what they do. We're going to go a little further. I got a little more to bring in because trust me, this doesn't make sense. So he says we need to have the right to vote, even though some other people may have a difference of opinion in how they wish to use their vote. He's saying that we have to fight against other people who have another idea, fun fact. And I think if we listen a little further, we'll learn a little more. Check this out. We're all called by duty and conscience to confront extremists who put their own pursuit of power above all else. Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans. We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving American democracy than MAGA Republicans are to destroying American democracy. Do you, do you see what he did there? Do you see what he did there? He made two sides. Do you see what he did there? He made the us versus them. Did you see that? It was smooth. It was real smooth. A lot of people kind of forget. His speechwriter did also write for Obama. Sometimes when Biden is all there, he starts to sound not too bad. But if you listen to the words, you're going to start to notice something. He's not talking about everybody having the same right, man. He's talking about only a certain few who agree will have the right to do the things in which he's talking about. There's a group that he does not want. I think you should hear a little more. Let's try that one more time. Republicans, we must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving American democracy than MAGA Republicans are to destroying American democracy. We, the people, will not let anyone or anything tear us apart. I will not stand by and watch. I will not the will of the American people be overturned by wild conspiracy theories and baseless evidence-free claims of fraud. I will not stand by and watch elections in this country stolen by people who simply refuse to accept that they lost. Um, speaking of that, fun fact. Um, Katie Hobbs in Arizona kind of refused that she was even running at all and 100% manipulated her vote because she also, fun fact, was a person that was able to, to validify she could make a vote valid, fun fact. So Katie Hobbs, the current governor of, of, of Arizona, won the race because not only did she not choose to even speak to or debate anyone that came against her, she felt as though you are not human enough for me to even be in the same room with and to be caught on camera with. Not only is that pretty much like a, uh, it's a pretty nasty job, but no, 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 no. It is, it is a, a truism. People are going through it right now. And what's happening is very simple. It's some, similar to the Trump uh the trump derangement syndrome but um i want to home in on something which is funny for me oh, uh mr mr joey b here he says uh we need to get away from conspiracy theories right <laughs> conspiracy theories that's funny <laughs> 
Uh, let's go ahead and take a look. <laughs> let's, let's let's take a look at the last twenty four, the last forty eight hours news. How about that? Just just a small snippet. Not gonna take much of your time. <laughs> the Senate Intelligence Committee is set for a morning briefing on those four objects the U.S. military shot down in the past week and a half. The White House says the three most recent had no communication signals, no way to maneuver. A senior U.S. official says there's little indication those objects were anything more than weather balloons or some other kind of similar scientific craft. Experts say an increased focus on finding objects like these may explain why we've seen so many in the past week or so. <laughs> that would be that would be one of the many sides of news you can find. And of course, you know, we all find news a different way. I'll just clearly show you what I do. And he's a he's a really nice guy. Leak, Leak Project is great. They're great. Leak Project has awesome, awesome info. And every now and then, when, when I want to really verify if something's true or not, I have to go to a second source. Here's my second source for a lot of the stuff that, you know, UFO-related. You know, we have fun on this channel. What I like to look at is stuff that's maybe something you've never, ever seen before. Now, when I do this, especially, you know, a couple months ago, a couple years ago, you know, I'll just kind of blankly just, hey, let's do UFO episode, and I just go nuts. Um, a lot of the episodes were weird because they were hard to see. They were old, grainy material. The pictures suck. Yeah, I fixed that. And I found this. If you watch real close, you're going to see something pass by this jet way faster than the jet's moving. Um, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, feel free if you understand how to explain that that weird thing down there. It was a weird black dot. I don't know if you saw the black dot. It's going to come back up. Okay. Just keep watching. Now, if you can explain to me this strange black dot moving in the opposite direction of a fast-moving jet, this is uh, obviously a very high-resolution photo, high-resolution everything. Guess what? I found high-res, no-joke UFO stuff. It is popping off. People out here covering it. The guy's out here. He's look. He's out. He's literally. He's outside. Look. He's outside. I mean, we. I can't. I can't be more transparent. Like I have. <laughs> uh because that's just ridiculous and uh you know what well let's here put it on pause let me walk you through it hold, hold put it on pause let me walk you through it real quick because because i want i want to give you the background uh three years ago i get this psychic instinct robert you got to go to costco buy a tv and i'm kind of like a spiritual person i listen i try to i try to enhance my telepathy whenever possible I had a good friend. He was the world's best telepath. He was ridiculous. It was that's a whole other story. His name's Glenn Falkenstein. He was he, he shouldn't have been on the planet. He was so good, but nevertheless, he kind of taught me what he knew. And uh, uh, so basically, my instincts were go to Costco, buy a TV. I resisted for like three months. I just and then finally one day I said to my wife, "We got to go to Costco." But it, it was the beginning of COVID. We got to buy a TV. Even though my TV was fine, we got to buy a TV. So we go buy a TV and I take my nephew, Eric, with me, who does all my interpolations with me. And, and we put it in the back of my pickup truck. So I'm standing in the back of my pickup truck. On the very bottom right there, you can see the white box. That's the edge of the white box. 
yeah, right there. That's the TV. So I hear the LAPD, that chopper's the LAPD behind me, and I know why he's there. He's looking for dragons. He's looking very common. This, remember, this has been going on since 2017. I've seen 15,000 sorties, way over 15,000. So I know why he's there. So I say, you know what? This is improv just for the heck of it. Let's let's just, I said, Eric, turn your phone on. Let's just, for the heck of it, it's a Hail Mary. Let's see if a dragon flies by. So I I start talking. I don't even know where it came from. I'm really. Oh, yeah. Uh, quick side note. Uh, we're not going to refer to it as UFOs or aliens. Let's refer to it as dragons. Just a nice little step aside to kind of make it to where the YouTube people don't get too angry. So we're not going to say aliens or, or crafts. We're going to say dragons. I'm really not a gifted talker, so I don't even know where it came from. So basically what I'm saying is behind me is the LAPD. They're looking for dragons. They're looking for dragons because I'm here. I think the dragons are following me. So it's, uh, it's one after the other here. It's a loop. And sure enough, I hit the jackpot. And you'll see a dragon go over my head. It's a 17-second video. What really I find more amazing is the way somehow it was formatted. It's formatted with this bird flying into the frame. Like they do at a professional movie when you're at the beach. It's, I don't know. So now that you know the backstory, let's play it. You're not going to believe it. I'm still puzzled. Go ahead. This is what's going on. Oh, this is in slow motion. So I'm saying if you look behind me, there's the dragon. It already passed by. Oh, there it is. There <laughs> you is. look behind me, you'll see the dragon. So let's let's back it up, and then we'll, we'll play it in real time. And, and maybe you keep your eyes right around here. Above my head, there goes the dragon. There it is, right here. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not out here to do this for fun. I ain't out here to, you know, pull your whistle and hey, I'll, I'm just go go keep on putting that little carrot in front of you. Hey, ain't nothing gonna happen. I'm just putting that carrot out there because the carrot gets my gets me some views. No, I'm not doing that. And, and, and even on top of that, I'm not here to grift anybody. I'm not trying to take anybody's money. I'm not here to do what everybody else does on YouTube. Looky here. I have a direction. I already know where I'm going. I know I know where my destination's at. I'm just trying to get there. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing the journey and just telling you about the journey while I'm on the way. I don't see that I'm doing anything wrong here. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I've had a real hard time. Not even with people who comment, because guess what? A lot of y'all are positive. Y'all are super awesome. I've, I have a great group with me. I know all of y'all watching are awesome. But I got some people out here in this, in this, you know, on these other mediums, you know, Twitter, Facebooks, whatnot, things like that. I'm just, I can't, I can't even vibe with you. You're not even real right now. You know what I'm saying? Like you over here, you know, reciting to me, you know. Brandon talking points and even Brandon didn't say it right. So you're over here fixing words for Brandon trying to tell me what I need to believe. Uh have you not heard that they have been shooting down UFOs left and right? Like I mean, why would they even say that? And even on top of that, guess what? Even if they saying that just to be crazy, right? Sounds like a pretty nice diversion. I ain't gonna lie. But if we're gonna talk about diversions, it goes back to what I was just saying a minute ago. Like I've been doing a whole podcast series about co-opted ideas co-opted ideals how the bible was co-opted you understand like i'm not out here doing this for nothing i'm not out here you know spewing lies and just bs and just a bs i ain't doing all that i don't have to i ain't got, I ain't got no time for that to be honest with you but i have noticed something strange though even when you start telling the truth 
people want to come at you, right? <clears throat> okay, so I had to think about it. I was like, man, how should I handle this? Like, you know, what should I really do? And luckily, I'm not in this situation as our good friend here. I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna talk about our friend here for a minute because James O'Keefe is a friend. That is that is not a foe. James O'Keefe is a friend. The investigative journalism that's come out of Project Veritas by far is the best thing we've ever seen since Barbara Walters, Walter Cronkite. We can go even further if you choose to. But here's the thing. I don't know anyone online right now who's that honest. You know, he records stuff and plays it right back to you without cuts. That's enough for me. You know, I've I've seen TYT cut people's stuff up and be ridiculous with it. I've even seen some of these other podcast attempters do their own editing and it's not great. But when it really comes down to, are you being played with, with your mind to what you're seeing, to what you're being given online, to the information that you actually have access to? I think we need to talk about that. And to me, I'm, I'm really want to, I want to give another podcast some shine who's getting a lot of hate right now. Tim Pool, Tim Cass, loving it, loving what y'all doing. Y'all are amazing. Uh, definitely, like y'all are setting the bar high for me, and I, I aim for where y'all are at. That's no bullshit, hundred percent true. Tim Cass and Tim Pool have been through a lot of bullshit in the past month, two weeks, three weeks. Call it whatever you want. What I've noticed is that parallels with my life is yeah, I'm I'm kind of going through some wild shit too, but. We're growing. We're, we're at, we're at a, a, a point of growth. When you're at a growth point, every now and then a joint hurts. Just like when you're growing up. When you're growing up, your knees hurt, legs hurt, your body hurts. You're like, what's going on? Your mom tells you, hey, baby, that's, that's growth pace. Baby, that's, that's, that's you growing. You are feeling yourself grow. Growth hurts. Straight up, man. Growth hurts, okay? If anyone remembers, you know, that summer where you shot up six inches, guess what? It hurt. It wasn't fun. I, I remember uh, one guy from from uh, high school. He was short all high school. Senior year, this kid just pops up. Damn, he got like a foot taller in a summer. It was crazy. But I mean, <clears throat> in that time when he came back, and he, he ended up being like, I'll say like 6'2". But for the longest time, he was 5'5", 5'2", 5'2". I would say 5'2 is where he started. He hit 5'5", five, five, sophomore year, stayed 5'5 five, five forever, and boom, senior year. I don't know what happened. That boy just, he changed, boy. He got down, evolved like goddamn Pokemon. But, I mean, with that being said, it's like he talked about the pain. You know, he's, he's like, yeah, summer was great, but, you know, I'm stronger, I'm bigger, but it hurts, it hurts. You know, my legs hurt, my back hurts, da -da -da. He's great now. He's great now, by the way. But, but I mean, you know, it, it just goes to show physically, like physically, you know, growth hurts. But um, you, well, let, let's let's take a look in the brain because this is the new wrinkle on the brain. So we're going to talk about the wrinkle on the brain that I got because this is a wrinkle for me. This really bothers me. And I think the way Tim Pool sets this up, I really do feel confident that this is going to be something that we could all learn from. I myself am learning a lot, especially when it comes to board members making this into a business really having this grow into something larger i do have to be aware and cognizant that something like this could happen um this isn't just a learning tool for myself but this is a learning tool for all y'all as well anybody watching this who's who's very real very honest at all times beware there are people out here that will scheme to mess with you there are people out here that will 
put together a coalition. They will put together the board members. They'll put together papers, emails, you name it, they'll do it. I don't put anything past people who are evil. What I will say is this. I don't take any of my episodes for granted. I'm providing this data because guess what? It's actually because I love y'all. You know, I, I have a very big respect for anyone who's been around and who's really checking this out because I'm not out here spitting boo-boo. I ain't out here talking woo-woo. This is something that's going to wrinkle your brain. Because if you didn't understand, homie from Project Veritas just got ousted from his own business that he began. So you mean to tell me you can begin a business, be the best at your business, beat the mainstream media at the same job, and you get kicked out? That don't sound right, huh? Check this out. They tried to stage a coup against Project Veritas, and it's not working. Veritas has put out a statement about James O'Keefe saying that he's just being put on some, some forced paid time off because anybody who knows James knows that he won't take time off unless you make him do it. As if to what? Imply that the real reason he's been put on paid leave is because he just needs a vacation, but he oh, just won't take one? No. They tried claiming a bunch of things about James, that he did things wrong, that he was abusive. And then lo and behold, one of the actual donors comes out and says that story that they claimed is a lie. The, uh, the donor's husband came out and outright said this is not true. The claims that were made against James O'Keefe. It is a coup attempt. It is untrustworthy people trying to rip away from James O'Keefe what he built. Now, look. Veritas isn't just one man, but it mostly is, right? We say James O'Keefe is Veritas because without him, there's nothing because he's the linchpin. Of course, we all understand. There are people at Project Veritas that are important, help make the machine work, but it's James. And they tried to get rid of him and they failed. Let me show you the letter and then we'll talk about what we have with this. This is very fascinating. The statement from the donor that was apparently abused refuting what actually happened. So let's break this down. For those of you that aren't familiar, and I assume most of you are, Project Veritas may be one of the last true journalistic organizations in the country. That is to say, the latest story they did, one of the biggest stories, if not the biggest story they've ever done, capturing a Pfizer executive on camera talking about what many would perceive to be gain-of-function research, mutating viruses for profit. Yeah. And this guy then said, I, I, I was lying. I was lying. I was just trying to impress a guy on a date. That was Project Veritas. And then sure enough, almost right away, they tried to remove James O'Keefe. Hmm. Something doesn't add up. Well, TimCast.com got the exclusive and published the letter with accusations against James O'Keefe that they tried to use to remove him. Notably, in the letter, it says some of the people who signed it have not been abused, nor have they witnessed any abuse. But it was corroborated, so they decided to sign the letter. That is to say, we don't know how many of the people in that letter who signed it actually had anything negative to say at all about James. In fact, it could have been one. It could have been one person who wrote a letter to get James fired and then convinced people to sign it. That's how it goes, huh? Or maybe there were several. But either way, we're now learning it was a lie. Andy and, and okay, so I'm going to stop it there. You know... We're learning now it was a lie. That's all we need to know. Because you know what? People out here really acting, people out here are really acting like the internet doesn't remember. Because guess what? Us as human beings, 
our brains got to do a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, there's some times where I, I, I get to work. I can't remember what I'm doing after work because right about now, I got to think about work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to focus. I, I, can't, I can't think about that right now. Just any other bullshit. You know, weird, dumb text messages. Weird, dumb Facebook messages where you want to lash out and be stupid. I'm not going to pay attention to that. Here's why. I got other things to do. My day's busy. You understand? I might have to get to you later. But at the same time, even with a James O'Keefe type of story, we're talking about somebody, again, covered the biggest story in the nation, did the best work possible, and now is getting slammed for it. But it seems to be a coinky dink because, oh, yeah, we caught Pfizer telling the truth. We caught the guy talking and telling the truth. Then he says, oh, I didn't mean it. I'm an executive, but I didn't, I didn't know. I was just, yeah, yeah. it was to, you know, it was to impress who I was talking to. You met the dude two times off a of Tinder, off of like grinder, okay? Grind you met the guy off a of grinder, okay? The gay guy that meets the guy on grinder tells the tells his his date everything on date number two. I mean, if that's what he calls date number two, whatever, man, is whatever. I mean, you know, who am I to judge what love is? But I'm also gonna say it's like you're taking the company from the guy, man. You're taking the company he built from him <laughs> seems reminiscent of a lot of the things that i've gone through in my life but I'll, I'll go ahead and make it simple i got a couple more minutes of this tim cast piece i'm going to play because i really want you guys to hear how this lie just exploded on itself <laughs> there's a there's a joke there um but no seriously there i i want to I, I i think this is something that others should hear um i'm going to get into the second video here and then i'm going to let you go. I'm not going to take too much of your time. Check this out. Tweet. And then we'll read the statement from, uh, first I want to show you this tweet from Andy Noe, then I'll read the statement. He says, a donor who was mentioned in the list of allegations against James O'Keefe that resulted in him being placed on paid leave from Project Veritas has refuted the claims. In a video posted on Instagram, Diana Remmers said her interaction with James were misrepresented in the letter. Now I want to play this video for you, but first let's take a look at the actual statement that they made. I think if I do this, it'll actually make it smaller. So let's uh, just read this way. Statement from Project Veritas's executive director and board of directors. They write, at Project Veritas, we believe in radical transparency coupled with respect, empathy, and honesty. Hmm, really? A few weeks ago, a number of our staff members provided leadership with some verbal feedback describing real management concerns regarding the treatment of people and our internal processes. This prompted the board to solicit feedback from additional staff members. And that internal letter was leaked. The narrative that is being portrayed by referencing this letter is patently false. James has not been removed from Project Veritas. Nowhere in that letter was there ever a suggestion to remove James from the organization. Yeah, okay, come on. Nice try, dude. That's basically what the letter was saying. It said, we are Veritas. There's no Veritas without us. Things like that. It's our chance to make history. What did that mean? Also, there were more than 16 employees that provided feedback. The letter was not the only feedback collected keeping in mind that of the 16 employees on that letter that they claim they solicited or they uh, they solicited feedback and they got this letter, they say that some of those people who signed it didn't even witness or experience any abuse. So why are their names on it? And why are you trying to make it seem like 16 employees provided feedback? This was a coup attempt against James O'Keefe and it backfired and you got called out 
Don't come to me. You know, look, I'll tell you guys right now because I, I don't I don't I don't care. Getting messages from people at Veritas being like, you know, please understand him. No, 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 no. You played it all wrong. Now, I'm not going to pretend to know exactly what's going on behind the scenes, but I can tell you this. You got donors coming out saying this isn't true, and they have no reason to do that. The donors have no reason to make their names public in this case. So why would they do it? Unless, of course, it's because they like James O'Keefe and you're lying and they're giving money because they like James O'Keefe and believe in his mission. So these people at Veritas don't trust them. And that's the scary thing. When James resumes control, you got a clean house. Why? I will stress it again. There were more than 16 employees that provided feedback. The 16 employees on that letter did not provide feedback. We don't know how many of them actually witnessed anything. You had people sign a letter when they explicitly said they did not experience or witness any abuse. So that's not feedback. That's just a. That's not feedback. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that right there because he's right. You know, you can't have this witch hunt for the one person that, oh, he bothers me because he says certain things. Oh, he bothers me because oh, he, he played a video out of context. Oh, I just don't like that guy. He needs to be de- he needs to be dealt with. That's what we're seeing. You know, we're, we're seeing this this cult complex whether it's money driven, whether it's ideologically driven somehow. I I I will not grant a hey, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Little slap on that. Mm, it's okay. Don't do that no more, mijo. No, nah, I can't I kind of can't do that. Kind of can't. And, you know, for the life of me, I'd love to just say some names myself and, you know, reverse a lot of things myself that have happened to me. But you know what? I'm bigger and better than that because I'm just going to show you how skewed it is. I'm going to show you how simple it is that maybe we just haven't been paying attention. I think I've played this piece before, probably about a year ago, or I, I know I've definitely listened to it several times and I found it about a year ago, but... um. No, two, two years ago. I found this two years ago. Anyway, um, so like I said, for the past month, I did a whole breakdown on co-opted ideas, just the co-opted idea of religion and light. You know, we are being told at one point, white light's not good. You know, uh, all the movies, don't go to the light. You know, <laughs> it, it's a, it's a thing. It's a motif. It's a, it's a Hollywood prop, to be honest with you. It's a Hollywood prop. But when you get into the actual realism of it, you know, this is something where there was a pagan group before we had Christianity. There was a pagan group, obviously. There was a group that had to be taken down by the Christianity, the Christianity faith. That group we would refer to as pagans, Celtics, call it whatever you want. They had some similarities in what we're reading now. And a lot of the ideas were co-opted. Uh, you know, any fertility chants and psalms, uh, the fact that there is something called psalms, which are, again, holistic chants, spirituality chants, things like that. So even those who are like, oh, I'm not, I'm not biblical. I just read psalms. Well, you're chanting, which cut the bullshit. And, you know, when it came... As close as like, you know, 
our idea of peace has been co-opted because I did I did a, a piece last year talking about Russia and China's stance on intergalactic travel. You know, will would there be a federation of of countries when it comes to things in space? Um, America at the time was led by Obama at the time, and Obama made the decision to exit any opportunities or things that may make it to where there'd be peace. Now, I bring that up because over time, you know, since 2014, we've seen a war, a war type escalation from Russia. And we've seen a lot of instances with Ukraine and Russia that are terrible. It's, it's nothing good to say there, but I, I'll kind of make it quick and simple. Your idealism has been played. Your support for a country that you have no idea how it works, it's playing against you. You've been sold a false bill of goods by a group of multinational and uh, organizations. They're referred to as NGOs. And these governmental organizations are people that you've never heard of, that you've never voted for, and you can't remove them. They've been put into place by a pretty specific group. They've been put to task also by a very specific group. Everything that we're seeing right now with transgenderism, strange ideas of pedophilia being okay, and even the idea that like kids can date adults, this is this is this is a structure breakdown. This is a cultural structure breakdown. Fun fact. The Russians perfected this. This is not new. This has been a war. We have been at war since 2014. This is not new. The invasion of Ukraine is not new. Crimea, fun fact. Come on. Our history and historical value in our minds has to be a little bit stronger here. That's where you'll have strength is understanding and knowing where this all began and started from. I'm going to play this last piece for you, and I'm going to let you go because... You got me all hyped up and whatnot. Oh, my Lord. All right. Okay, so awesome, awesome, awesome. Before I move forward, I'm just going to say it simply, 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 simply. Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you for hanging in there. Every one of you are so, I'm so, so happy you're here, you're with me. It does not go unnoticed. Um, it does very much so make me happy that I'm able to at least reach one. That's always been my goal with this podcast. Just reach one. Reach one, teach one. You could be saying, you know, hey, check out this podcast I checked out. That's 10 more people. For eight, for everyone, is 10 more. You know, I, I, I really do not plan to monetize this. I don't plan to put this out there for money or for views or whatever. This is for us. This is for them real ones. You know what I'm saying? So I really do appreciate y'all for being here with me. It does mean a lot, and it really is not going unnoticed. So I do appreciate y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, like, share, subscribe. Um, if you you know know somebody that's up the alley, I'm up. Send this to them because this is about to be the the part where, yep, it's gonna get a little it's gonna get a little eerie. Um, you know, I, I I've shown videos before where it's like you know yeah the past is talking to us. Um, say you know history repeats itself i don't think that's true it does rhyme 
the hi history rhymes. History rhymes well. Like, like a good song, it's going to sound so much alike, it's going to be kind of uncanny. So with that being said, we have Mr. Yuri Bezmanov, a ex-KGB agent that's going to explain to you from 30 years ago, mind you, this is almost 40, almost 40 years ago. Almost 40 years ago, this man sat up on live te television and explained to you everything we're currently living in right now. This was a project that began far, far before he was speaking. So this is probably in the early 80s that they began this project. And it was a 20-year-long system. I'm going to let him explain every single step because if you do not take anything away from this if, if you can take you, you can take better i'll say it like this you can take anything you want away from this video today but i want you to take this with you because this right here probably the most impactful portion once again this is a this is defector yuri besmanov it's a 13 minute piece i'm probably not gonna play all of it but i'm gonna play enough of it to where you understand what i'm talking about because guess what are everything we're seeing right now even the ukraine battle the internal struggles with trans people, gay people, all that. Hey, guess what? This was all planned out and talked about a long time ago. Sorry, nothing's new under the sun. Check this out. Well, you spoke several times before about ideological subversion. That is a phrase that uh, I'm afraid some Americans don't fully understand. When uh, the Soviets use the phrase ideological subversion, what do they mean by it? Ideological subversion is, is the process which is legitimate, overt, and open. You, you can see it with your own eyes. All, all you have to do, all American mass media has to do, is to unplug their bananas from their ears, open up their eyes, and they can see it. There is no mystery. There is nothing to do with espionage. I know that espionage intelligence gathering looks more romantic. It sells more deodorants through the advertising, probably. That's why your Hollywood producers are so crazy about James Bond type of, of thrillers. But in reality, the main emphasis of the KGB is not in the area of it intelligence at all. According to my uh, opinion and opinion of many defectors of my caliber, only about 15% of time, money, and manpower is spent on espionage as such. The other 85% is a slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, activne meropriatia in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process, which goes very slow, and it's divided in, in four basic stages. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The result? 
the result you can see, most of the people who graduated in the 60s, dropouts or half-baked intellectuals, are now occupying the positions of power in the government, civil service, business, mass media, educational system. You are stuck with them. You cannot get rid of them. They are contaminated. They are programmed to think and react to certain stimuli in a certain pattern. You cannot change their mind, even if you, if you expose them to authentic information, even if you prove that white is white and black is, uh, is black, you still cannot change the basic perception and the logic of behavior. In other words, these people, uh, uh, the process of demoralization is complete and irreversible. To get rid society of these people, you, have, you need another 20 or, or, or 15 years to educate a new generation of patriotically minded and, and, and uh, common, common sense people who would be acting in favor and in the interests of, of the uh, of, uh, United States society. And yet these people who have been programmed and, as you say, in place and yes. who are favorable to an opening with the Soviet concept, mm -hmm. these are the very people who would be marked for extermination in this country? Most of them, yes, mm -hmm. uh, uh, simply because the psychological shock when, when they will see in future what the, what the beautiful society of equality and social justice means in practice, obviously they will revolt. They, 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 will, uh, they, they will be very unhappy, frustrated people. And the Marxist-Leninist regime does not tolerate these people. Uh, they, obviously they will join the links of dissenters, mm -hmm. dissidents. Uh, unlike in present United States, there will be no place for dissent in, in future Marxist-Leninist America. Uh, here you can, you can get uh, popular like uh, Daniel Ellsberg and filthy rich like Jane Fonda for being dissident, for criticizing your Pentagon. In future, these people will be simply squashed like cockroaches. Nobody is going to pay them nothing for their beautiful, noble ideas of equality. This they don't understand, and uh, it will be greatest shock for them, of course. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. Uh, for the last 25 years, actually it's overfulfilled because uh, demoralization now reaches such areas where previously not even Comrade Andropov and, and all his experts would, would even dream of such a tremendous success. I'm going to pause it right there for a second. I want to bring up a uh, honorable mention that confirms everything he just said. Honorable mention. If you're on Twitter, it, she goes by PhD Ann Lesby. Ann Lesby, right now. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give her any shine here. I'm not. I'm not playing her videos. She doesn't have any. She doesn't have any either. But anyway, um, in the one interview that I did find. She makes it very clear within about four minutes where she's coming from. And her wokeness, I'm using air quotes there, woke, her wokeness, it's strange. Um, she really, truly is a bigot, is probably the most racially charged person I've ever heard in my life. Um, I've never been called a black person with a little b. I've been told I'm not black, Mr. Thank, thank you, President Brand Brandon, but you know, when I'm being told I'm black with a little b, that makes me a little bit bitchy. Now, you know, a little b, big b, capital B, hey, you know what? However you want to spell words, that's on you. Um, 
she she made up a word called fear formation. Fear formation. Now, I would assume it's the combination of fear and information, but the way she uses fear formation is to say we are causing fear to trans people because cisgendered males and females have children. That's not okay. That bothers a lot of trans people. And we need to be less transphobic and more trans-inclusive. Meaning, it should be okay, not only for children to have all types of interactions with adults, but they also want a LGBTQIA plus sensitive approach to transitioning. And at one point, she even she mentions that detransitioning is a mental health problem, which is strange because you would assume it would be the actual transitioning, but she does, in a way, finagle words to make a word salad, and the word salad does come with croutons, so people eat it. Now, by eating such a salad, it does give you the Trump derangement syndrome. It also gives your children a different gender. What I don't mind is if you are 18 out of high school, no longer a possession of your parents and you make a decision, hey, look, you make a decision as an adult, bravo, good for you, do what you gotta do, boo-boo. However, and Lesby has no problem in providing puberty blockers for children under the age of six. They can also be deemed as a bigot, as a fetus. She's working on a book right now called, I think that's what it's called. It's, uh, uh, it's, uh, because what was the, the 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 real crazy book? The real crazy book that she's referencing is a book called Racist Baby. She's rewriting the book in a new format and providing a new outlook on it. And she's calling the book Racist Fetus. If I could be making that up, I would laugh. I would say this is a joke. This is the most hilarious thing I've ever heard of in my life. Unfortunately, this is not a joke. This is something that is very real. The subversion of words has been completed. Like he mentions, this is actually something that kind of worked too good. And because it worked so damn good, we have people in academia going for it. We have people in big business going for it. Fun fact, start looking for the term ESG. Don't even look for the words. Look for the letters. It's on every big business. Any big business you do business with, your bank, grocery stores, transit systems, public transit systems, uh, airport, airplanes, uh, uh, travel, any type of, of domestic or international travel. Also, if you ever take a look at a car dealership, most car dealerships as well have a little bit of a link with ESG, but um, here's how it works. You're going to see a little blue symbol but yay big it says esg on it here's what that means i'm not going to explain it i'm gonna let yuri do it yuri if you don't mind tell them what the esg is all about because you're about to break it all the way down 40 years in the past check this out most of it is done by americans to americans thanks to lack of moral standards as i mentioned before uh exposure to true information does not matter anymore a person who was demoralized 
is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. Uh, even if I shower him with information, with, with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures, even if I take him by force to the Soviet Union and show him concentration camp, he will refuse to believe it until he, he is going to receive a kick in, the, in his fat bottom. When a military boot crashes his then he will understand, but not before that. That's the tragic of the situation of demoralization. So basically, America is stuck with, with demoralization. And unless, even if, if you start right now, here, this minute, you start educating new generation of Americans, it will still take you 15 to 20 years to turn the tide of, uh, of ideological perception of reality uh, back to normal, no, normalcy and, and uh, patriotism. The next stage is destabilization. This time, subverter does not care about your ideas and the patterns of your consumption. Whether you eat junk food and get fat and flabby, it doesn't matter anymore. This time, and it takes only from two to five years to destabilize a nation, uh, it's, what, what matters is essentials. Economy, foreign relations, defense systems. Uh, and you can see it quite clearly that in some areas, uh, in such sensitive areas as, as uh, defense and economy, uh, the uh, influence of Marxist-Leninist ideas in the United States is absolutely fantastic. I, I could never believe it 14 years ago when I landed uh, in this part of the world that the process will go that fast. Uh, the next stage, of course, is crisis. It, it, it may take only up to six weeks to, to bring a country to the verge of crisis. You can see it in, in Central America now. And after crisis, with a violent change of, of power, structure, and economy, you have so-called the period of normalization. It may last indefinitely. Normalization is a cynical expression borrowed from Soviet propaganda. When the Soviet tanks moved into Czechoslovakia in 68, Comrade Brezhnev said, now the situation in brotherly Czechoslovakia is normalized. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to bring the country to crisis to promise people all kind of goodies and the paradise on earth, uh, to, to destabilize your uh, economy, to eliminate the principle of free market competition, and to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C., with the benevolent dictators like Walter Mondale, who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfillable or not. He will go to Moscow to kiss the bottoms of, of new generation of Soviet assassins. Never mind, he will create false illusions that the uh, situation is under control. Situation is not under control. Situation is disgustingly out of control. Most of the Americans... <clears throat> I'm just clearing my throat. It's not because of the words he said. I'm going to give him a couple more seconds and then we'll take it out. ...politicians, media and educational system trains another generation of people who think they are living at a peacetime. False. The United States is in the state of war, undeclared total war against the basic principles and the foundations of, of this system. And, and the initiator of this war is not Comrade Andropov, of course. Uh, it's, it's the system However ridiculous it may sound, the world communist system or the world communist conspiracy, whether I scare some people or not, I don't give a hoot. Uh, if, if you are not scared by now, 
nothing can scare you. But you don't have to be paranoid about it. What, what actually happens now, that unlike myself, you have literally several years to live on unless the United States wake up. The, the time bomb is ticking with every second. The disaster is coming closer and closer. Unlike myself, you will have nowhere to defect to unless you want to live in Antarctica with penguins. This is it. This is the last country of freedom and, and possibility. Okay, so what... This is it. This is the last country of possible freedom and tranquility. This is the last opportunity that we've been given. I'm bringing you this message so late, it's actually not funny. Um, I put this into a playlist, the data dump that no one knows about, which I'm assuming no one knows about. But it has been, it has been in the plot in, in the playlist for quite some time. I'll re-enter I'll re it today just to, you know, kind of, you know, for, for, uh, for laughs and giggles. But we're no longer in a laughing matter. I think what he says is not only extremely true and rings so true now with a President Brandon that literally is not at all facing his Build Back Better plan, which is strange because we've had three derailments of trains and two of those trains, sorry, yeah, two, two of those trains are currently still on fire as of today. And I'm not going to play that because you can look that up on your own. You're a big boy. What I'm going to do is I'm going to leave you with one last thought. I don't make everything political, but a lot of things that are happening right now are political and should be addressed. I never consider myself right or left. Um, you know, going back to the beginnings of this podcast three years ago, I'm probably so center. It's just going to piss you off. So I don't talk about my political stance at all. My stance means nothing. I am a, a, a portrayer of data. I am here to give you a wrinkle on your brain. I am not here to tell you what to think. With that being said, I do believe someone is here and is ready to tell you what to think. Because we've been so skewed, we forgot reality. We don't even remember what reality really is. I think when you hear, you know, kind of kind of like what he said, you know, it, it it's half true. You know, some people don't react to data. But if you're still here listening to my podcast, you react to data. And I like that. I appreciate you for that. Thank you. With that being said, I'm going to leave us with this here because I think it's important, and once you hear it, you can't unhear it. <laughs> so guess what? You're about to get that wrinkle today, y'all. <laughs> Just get ready. <laughs> yeah, I got two. I ain't gonna lie to you, I got two. <laughs> so, I have two pieces I'm gonna leave you with. I'm not gonna leave you with one. I'm, I'm gonna leave you with two fun ideas tonight because our brains need this wrinkle so bad. This is something that I've taken my time with producing i've really taken some time with my selections of videos and you know a lot of drama was occurring with some of the presenters that i have obviously tim pole's been through his whatnot jimmy Dore goes through his whatnot every day but i think when you 
keep saying don't listen to someone, there's a reason you're saying it. And when you think, oh, I don't like this guy. Uh, he's a, I just don't like the guy. You don't have a reason. You don't. You don't. You, you could not attempt to make a five-minute video that explains to me why you hate Jimmy Dore. You can make multiple five-minute videos on why you hate Tim Pool. Have fun with that. I don't watch those videos. Here's why. I don't care about your opinion of the presenters. I also don't care of your opinion about me as a presenter myself. I bring this data to you to wrinkle your brain some way or maybe at least give you a perspective you didn't have. If you already have the perspective, then this is just going to ring true for you. If you still feel as though you are a victim of the world and the world's against you and everything's so bad and whatever that Yuri guy says doesn't mean anything. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know my life. Okay. 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 Valid point. Valid. Very valid point. I think an idea like that, a ism like that, a I'm better than thought process like that. You need this more than me. Um, some people are going to need this more than you, the listener, whoever's hearing this right now. Maybe this is even for you. I'm not calling anybody out. I ain't saying nobody's name. Notice, I ain't said nobody's name. That's not a presenter that I'm about to play for you right now. If you feel some type of way, if you have some type of emotion, whatever the outburst you need to have, have it. Whatever type of, oh, he's just this way or that way. If you want to or need to believe that for you to go to sleep at night, have fun with that. Once again, I am not political. I am not right or left. I am not here sent by anyone. I'm not getting paid to do this. I'm literally doing this because I choose to. I choose to give you the wrinkle. I choose to make brains move in their in, in your noggin. I, I choose to give you something you did not have yesterday. I choose to do that. And I do thank you for everyone out there. Every minute you guys are listening really does help me out. It turns on what I'm doing to everyone else. It really does help this wrinkle turn into a wave. A wrinkle when it turns into a wave is a game changer. So right now, we're working on game changer status. I think this is going to be step one. Uh, going forward, you know, I've made certain promises on this channel and I've done certain things and haven't followed up. I will be following up with a lot of the things I'll be talking about here at the end. Now, you're going to get two videos here of just Jimmy Dore doing what Jimmy Dore does best. But I think because he does it so well, you need to hear this. This is not a moment for me to make fun or talk talk mess or whatever. This is something I think others need to hear. So I'm going to play these two videos. I'll come back at it. Come back at it with my ones and twos and then we out. Yep, yep. Easy money. You know what I'm talking about? So I'll go ahead and share the screen real quick and then we'll get it popping. Check this out. Uh, Jimmy Dore is on Tim Pool, by the way. They're both from Chicago. It's like it was kind of like a kind of like a meeting of friends. It was beautiful. But yeah, check this out. Just a little, just a little quick piece. That's he was creating drama, and that's what they do at CNN. It's not a news show, it's Look, a drama show. Zucker was running the show, and he's the apprentice guy. 
He's the NBC reality TV show guy. So CNN starts falling apart, uh -huh. and they say, let's bring in the uh, reality TV show style stuff and do that instead. Now, it's funny to see Chris Cuomo losing his mind and to see how deranged he, he is and was. Now you got the story about Don Lemon. But isn't it comforting, Tim, to know that guys like uh, Cuomo, Chris Cuomo, are barely keeping it together? <laughs> that they're suffering. Actually, you know what? Let me let me do all of us the favor. Let's go back to the to what what this yeah the, we're gonna go back to the story. Check this out. I don't know if you I don't know if anyone's heard this. This was new to me, so check this out. Well, I thought that was pretty. Oh, solid. You're yeah, it was good. It was good. Let's, let's jump into this first story. This is a weird one. I saw this story in the Daily Mail. Chris Cuomo dramatically reveals he was going to quote kill everybody, including myself, after he was fired from CNN. Things can consume you. He says, I had to accept the CNN termination because I was going to kill everybody, including myself. Things can consume you. Now, the first thing. <laughs> going to throw everybody down a flight of stairs. <laughs> well, so look, look, my first assumption is he's just it's a turn of phrase. He means like, oh, you know, I'm going to show them. He's not literally saying it. But then when he said, including myself, I'm like, OK, he's actually talking about seriously hurting people. Because he got fired. Right. Jimmy is just laughing. <laughs> I remember when Chris came out of the basement when they said, yeah. I've been, and his son, and he starts lying. He's like, I haven't even left the house in however long. And his son's like watching him lie right in front of his face. I would imagine that would make someone depressed to, to have to lie in front of your son. So, Tim, if you or I launched a news report as fallacious as Chris Cuomo's basement exit, we would be laughed out of the business forever. Like, we, yep. that, that's the thing people pretend you and I do. And that's the stuff that CNN actually does on the regular. He did a complete fake phony thing that he was staying in his basement because of COVID. It turned out he was out of his house all the time. He got into a fight with some guy out on his front lawn. At and a different then, property. Yeah, at a different property. And then he, when he comes out of the basement, his family's sitting around there going, yeah, they're, they're all going <laughs> along with the lie as if he just came out for the first time. It gets revealed that's a lie. They never, it's nothing, nothing, like a blip. It's like a, it's like a chemical fire in uh, Palestine, Ohio. Nobody knows about it. That's right. Yeah, the Palestinians. They, they tend to get a bad rep. Uh, the, yeah. the nation's best the kept secret. Pa Palestinian. Palestinians, train. I guess you would call it. Uh, yeah, and it, honestly, that Chris Cuomo video, everyone should check that out again for reference at some point because you got to see his son's face while he's his lying. His son knows he's lying. His son knows he's lying on television. And to do that to your kid... Right, that's, that's child abuse, that's psychological torture to that kid. And now his kid knows the news is fake. Everything's yeah. fake. He said his kids call him fake news. Ah! Remember he told that story? I'm pretty sure it was him. He said his kids would, would make fun of him, call him fake news when they were mad at him. So how come he didn't get fired for that? That's the weirdest well, thing. Well, like, hold on, because that's CNN's MO. That's right. You know, he was doing what he was supposed that's to do. Right. He yeah, was, it's, He was creating drama, and that's what they do at CNN. It's not a news show, it's look, a drama show. Zucker was running the show, and he's the apprentice guy. He's the NBC reality TV show guy. So CNN starts falling apart, uh -huh. and they say, let's bring in the uh, reality TV show style stuff and do that instead. Now, it's funny to see Chris Cuomo losing his mind and to see how deranged he, he is and was. Now you got the story about Don Lemon. Um, but isn't it comforting, Tim, to know that guy's like, uh, Cuomo, Chris Cuomo are barely keeping it together. <laughs> that they're suffering. Isn't that that they're thinking about? I haven't thought about uh, killing myself and lately, and everybody no, else. No, no. Right? I don't know. No, I think it's a bad thing. If I, think been, I think it's a bad thing, but he's an evil guy. If he'd been put through it and came out and was like, what have I done? I want to die. That's different than actively lying. And then now I understand why he would feel that way. Yeah, he's, he's like, 
He's choosing. Shame. Well, this doesn't feel like, like sadness. It feels like anger, right? Yes. Like this shouldn't have been done to me. Yes. Well, well, and it's like exactly if you saw any high school shooter manifesto and they're like, this kid said he wanted to shoot everyone and himself. They'd be like, lock that kid up immediately, right? Well, well, you guys ever, uh, on Futurama, Bender is depressed and he's like, oh, I'm so depressed. I wish everyone else was dead. <laughs> yeah. it's that, that's the mentality that his life falls apart and he is of that psychotic mindset where... <laughs> It's kind of a shocking uh, revelation to admit. So, you know, props right. to him. But yeah. I think what you see here is the kind of personality that is required to get jobs at these companies. Because what I want to say about CNN, it's not uh, like YouTube. He, let, let's, let's talk about, uh, you know, me and Jimmy. We make YouTube channels. We do the grind. We do the work. We make the channel. And then people come and eventually gather around you, build an audience. CNN is an ivory tower. And to open the door, there is a Lord who says, you will do as you're told. And mm -hmm. the guy says, I will say and do anything if you let me climb to the top of this tower. That's the kind of person CNN attracts. Psychopathic narcissists who then talk about how they wanted to hurt other people because they lost their keys to the ivory tower. Right. And nothing will happen <laughs> He's just laughing every yes, time he hits. Right. You think right? they do it incrementally? Like, well, take I'm your shoes off before anybody. you come in. And then they're like, now take your pants off before you go to the second floor. <laughs> now your shirt. Take it all off. Or... But then, when they, the higher they get up, but then the higher they get up in the ivory tower, they're like, oh, I deserve to be yes. here. Like, I deserve that show. I should be able to punish people around me who took my job away from me. It's, it's such so they, a strange way to behave. They did a study, uh, and I'm going to butcher it, but basically the, the, the end of the study was, the conclusion was they gave people, like they were playing Monopoly, and they gave somebody way more money to start with. And then even if that person won at the end, they thought they deserved to win. They thought they did play better. Yeah. Even though, did you have you heard about that yeah, study? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's what you're. That's what you kind of are talking about. So if you get that job in corporate media and you ascend to the to the height of it, you think that you earned it and you deserve it. What it, what it really indicates is that you're the you're the perfect tool to serve the oligarchy, mm -hmm. and that's who gets promoted in that. Because if you go against them, you get fired. Like Phil Donahue when he's they fired him when he was against the Iraq War. He had the number one show on MSNBC, and they fired him, and they said it was because of low ratings. He had the highest rated show at the time on the network and then a memo came out that got released right leaked and it said because he was anti-war and that was bad for our advertising wow did, bill did, maher did, also yeah i was gonna it. say what did, happened with bill though how did he claw his way back in because he has oh, so here's the story i heard i don't know if it's true the story i heard was that his manager also did a sopranos so hbo wanted sopranos and his manager being a good manager strong-armed him and said well you got to take bill too and so that's how, that's wow. what I heard. I don't know if that's 100% true or 50. That's the story I heard in Hollywood. Okay, so from there, we know what Hollywood does. We know Hollywood will prop up whoever they choose to. I think this is where I like to start, right around, right around meow. Check it out. Created the Armenian. Here, I don't understand that, Cenk. Like, here, here's, here's what I think with the Young Turks. I think that they... You've got young people entering the political sphere with no experience. They don't know who Obama is. They don't know who Joe Biden is. And I mean that in the, uh, not like they've obviously heard the names, yeah. but they don't know what they did. And this, this is a really great example of this is when we had Vosh on the show. I think, you know who Vosh is? Mm -hmm. He said, when I, when I asked him, like, didn't, don't you know about what Joe Biden did when he was in the Obama administration? I mean, from 08 <laughs> until 16, he goes, I was in high school. I don't even know anything about that. Ah! 
And well, I don't blame him. This is how the Democrats operate. Yes. They target young people who aren't old enough to know that they're psych they're psychotic and evil yeah. and then say we should lower the voting age to 16. <laughs> so for the young Turks, what I think happens is they've got a new younger audience. They're more woke. They're more leftist. They're very tribal. And if they go the honest route, they're right wing conservatives now. But there is a faction of liberals who are tribal and have always been and are probably aging with them. So there I, I have to imagine there's a point where Jenk Uger was sitting in his chair, sweating bullets, thinking to himself, this story's not true. But if I don't say it, we're going to lose all of our members. I have no choice but to say it. And then he does. And that becomes his thing. And I have to imagine it's psychological torture. But he's trapped in that world now. I think that's why he's become so angry and so like, ah, and screaming and yelling because he knows he has to lie to people. There's no way a person who runs a business like he does, who reads the news like he does, is, is unaware that he's lying. Because if you take 10 seconds, like, I'll give you the example. Donald Trump called white, suprem white supremacists very fine people. Never happened. I remember I was watching that press conference and he said they should be condemned totally. And I was like, well, how about that? And then the next day, all of a sudden, they're like, Trump called white supremacists very fine people. And I was like, what? No, he didn't. Someone like Cenk Uger or Anna Kasparian, if they come out and tell people the truth, like you mentioned with Paul Manafort, they're going to lose money. A lot of it, they're going to get attacked. They're going to lose street cred. So they opt for, I'm just going to say what the audience wants to hear. Someone like me at the time, I said, I'll tell you what's true. It ends up working out for me in the long run. I think for you as well. Right now, you've got crossover between people on the left and the right who are like, Jimmy's an honest guy. They, I either agree with his opinions or I don't, but those people are liars. This guy's honest. That's right. So I think people are starved for honesty. And so there's a lot of right wingers or people who consider themselves conservatives uh, who find my show and they're like, hey, I like this guy. I don't agree with him on this, but I like that. And this, this. and that's how it's supposed to work, Tim. You know that. Right. Like, politics yeah. is all about finding common ground. Politics is all about uh, convincing people to come to your point of view through the strength of your arguments. That's what politics is all about. And they try to, so they try to discredit me, the Young Turks, by calling, saying I have a right wing audience, which I'd say it's pretty mixed audience. But what they go, half his audience is right wing, which means half of it isn't. Which <laughs> and means, that's a good thing. Which means I have broad appeal. And that's, they're supposed to make, that's not bad. That's what you're supposed to be going for. They're, they're bragging about having no conservative viewers. That, that's they are. And so how are you going to turn anybody? So I get comments all the time also that I used to think this about that. And now I don't because of Jimmy. I used to think this, but, that, but now watching him, I think this. And so I've turned people's opinions on things, which is what you're supposed to do, which is yeah. what I, I want to do with this show. Right. I've got, I've got a lot of messages from people saying that I've uh, convinced them to oppose the death penalty. Of oh, my me it. too. I did it to Jenk on air. So that's Did my you get him to support it or oppose it. My proudest moment, <laughs> I swear to God. One of my, if you could look it up, it's still on YouTube. Um, the, we were doing some panel and we we're talking about the death penalty, and I just very calmly, I started to question him about why you for the death penalty and why it's wrong, and and he was all about uh, it's okay if they get it right, but if they <laughs> get it wrong, then it's bad. So he's against it because they get it wrong, and I had to tell him no, just the idea is wrong. Yep. That violence doesn't solve violence. Violence creates more violence. And why do you think when they do it, they don't do it in town square. They do it behind curtains. Because we're not fucking... Pro 
I'm sorry, I keep swearing. <laughs> Let it out, brother. Let it out. I'm not effing. They, they used to do it publicly. Yeah, but, and, but they stopped, right? Yeah. And so Phil Donahue, another guy, used to advocate for doing executions in public, and they made him think he was crazy. And the reason why he said that was because we want to see what we're doing. You want to see what we're actually doing? Let's take a look at it and let's deal with it. Yeah. And then either we keep doing it or we don't. But let's challenge ourselves. Let's not do it in the dark. Let's not have justice. That's not how you serve justice in the dark behind a curtain. Let's talk about what, what it even means to be left and right. And this is funny. There's a, there's a meme. It, uh, it said, or it's a Twitter post that went viral. People screenshot it. If you are on the left, and they describe you as a lefty, and you deviate on leftist economic policy, they don't care. That's fine. Okay, whatever. If you deviate in terms of woke ideology, now you're a right winger. It's funny, though, because thinking about that, if you're on the right and you lie, you're a liar. If or I should say this. If you lie online, conservatives will call you a liar. If you are on the Internet and you are conservative, they will call you a conservative. If you are on the Internet and you're a leftist, they will call you a leftist. If you deviate from those opinions, they'll say, hey, your opinion changed. On the left, they'll just say you're right wing, you're right wing, you're right wing, unless you agree with with us on the tribal ideological issue. But if you you, you could claim to be pro BLM, you could claim to be, you know, uh, uh, in support of trans kids and all that stuff, but question universal health care and they have no problem with that. So I before before I I go back to this, because I think the I think the next portion that Jimmy Dore goes over is when he talks about the Boogaloo Boys. I'm going to get back to that because I have an amazing talk I would, I, I've been waiting to, to do about just that, about just a subject like that. And I'm going to come back to that, okay? So 2710, remember that. Or 2719, whatever you want to call it. All right, so we're going to do this right here. Check this out. I, I am uh, a white supremacist trumper. <laughs> who uh, likes to spread conspiracy theories. <laughs> What's they're going theory? well, to put that in a bunch of articles now. I know. They're going to say he's a self-admitted blah, blah. Yeah. So I, now I'm, uh, I, I've, I've considered myself to way to the left of the Democratic Party. I'm to the left of Bernie Sanders. I'm to the left of AOC and the squad. And for that, you get called a right winger and you get called a white supremacist and you get called all kinds of smear words because you're exposing the establishment. You're exposing the game that there really is only one party. We have a uniparty because, as Ralph Nader said 20 years ago, the only difference between a Democrat and a Republican is how fast their knee hits the ground when a donor enters the room. Wow. And so <laughs> that's what this is the world we're living in, right? The stuff that we were supposed to be afraid of Donald Trump doing, Joe Biden is doing, and the corporate media gets America to cheer it on because they don't know they're the most propagandized people in the entire world so i really want to talk to you about this because you used to work with the young turk hold on Uh, and before and obviously we heard the young turks part so we we know what the young turks part says i want to play this one more time just to make sure i got it right and for that you get called a right winger and you get called the white supremacist and you get called all kinds of smear words because you're exposing the establishment you're exposing the game that there really is only one party we have a uniparty because as ralph nader said 20 years ago the only difference between a democrat and a republican is how fast their knee hits the ground when a donor enters the room wow Woo! i'm gonna stop it right there uh we'll go back to 2720 and we'll pick it up there in just a second i do have some things to say I have some things to say. Um, so, okay. okay. Uh, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. All right, here we go. There's a purpose for why I'm doing this. So, 
<clears throat> jabs aside, personal bullshit aside, uh, my history aside, it's very easily construed that I may or may not have had some issues myself when it came to COVID, when it came to the past three years of how I've been portrayed online on on social media. You know, there are certain things that I think are very strange and a little, I use the word, fun coinkydinks. So, you know, I never make myself a victim. I'm not that type of dude. Um, definitely not going to be the guy that pulls a black card. But I will say this, you know, when going through mental health issues like I have in the past four or five years, I took a long time to repair myself and to do some things that I talked about last year. Uh, it was like last February. And I talked about how it felt to be a 30-something-year-old African-American male and taking care of my body because a lot of us don't do it. A lot of us are 30-something, 40-something, and still haven't seen a doctor since you were a kid. You know, I, I had the reality check just recently. I went to a dentist and I haven't seen a dentist since I was like 16. So yeah, it's been 20 years. 20 years and no dentist. Uh I need a dentist. <laughs> you know, so I mean I'm getting, you know, get my grill fixed, you know what I'm talking about? Getting it all, getting back to them, getting back to them pearlies, you know what I'm saying? But it really did take a lot. You know, it was a, it was I had to dig deep inside of myself to take care of myself. It was hard. It was not easy. It was difficult. And I know even with working out and losing weight, that's a whole nother journey I'm going to go under, you know, and I don't mind. I don't care. I, I look forward to that challenge. However, just doing that challenge now makes me right wing or something. What the fuck? Like, I, for the life of me, do not understand how that happened. We went from, you know, uh, uh, being cautious about what you eat, uh, we were uh, people online were exposing gluten in everything. They were exposing sugars in everything. At one point, there was a video from Timcast where he literally just reads the back of a carton of milk, and he's like, "What the fuck? I can't read this." If there's something on a carton of milk that you can't read, it ain't milk. Period. Point blank, simple. Period. If there's something on the back side of your milk, if you are reading the label of your milk. Milk, it comes from a cow. It should be one ingredient. It should just be milk. Even if it's two or three for preservatives. I don't care, man. Here's the thing. If you can't pronounce it, don't put it in your body. Doesn't sound difficult to me. When people started saying that, they started referencing preppers. And they were saying, oh, the prepper community, uh, they want to make sure that they got good fresh food. Yeah. If something goes down, I kind of want to make sure I got food. I got a family. I got kids. I got old people with me. I'm not by myself. And here's a here's another thing, just in case, just in case certain people who I know are angry at me who are watching this probably right now. Let me just go ahead and address this right now. Uh I got a household of eight. My life's not like everyone else's. I have struggles. Me and my family do our best to go outside. When I do go outside, yeah, I take some pictures every now and then. 
yeah, you know, me and my wife, we go fishing every now and then. Here's the kicker. Here's what people forget. When you see those pictures online of my of my my daughter, my wife, and everyone else, or you see you see the family having a good time or whatever, stop forgetting that somebody's holding the camera. Somebody had to take the picture. You understand me? So before you work your mouth or even work your brain to say, ooh, why are you out here doing this podcast? You should be out here tending to your kids. You need to be taking care of your kids. If somebody tell me that shit one more motherfucking time, I'm going to fucking lose my shit. Because guess what? There's always somebody behind the camera. You guys forget that. And because I'm not in the picture or because I may not be making that perfect Instagram moment, guess what? doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Please, please, for real. Now, when it comes to Jimmy Dore, it's simple. I was saying the same thing. You know, I was saying exactly the same thing. I took the kick in the mouth the same way. Jimmy Dore has been kicked in the mouth so many times just for telling the truth. Just for, hey, you know what? Here's what I'm seeing. I was told to do one thing as a journalist. Look outside, look outside the window. Look around. Report what you see. That's a journalist. A journalist does not tell you, oh, the latest word came in on the wire and, oh, it just turns out, yes, you do have to keep on wearing that mask and, oh, oh, yeah, your friends that don't, make sure they do too. What type of dumbass mafia call do you stupid-ass fall for? Oh, yeah, you did fall for it, by the way. You're still knowing and seeing people in their cars driving by themselves with a mask on. I've heard the dumbass theory of, well, I just forget that it's on, so I just leave it on. Hold on. You mean to tell me you leave your house, put this mask on, hop in your car, drive to your drive to wherever you're going, locate maybe it's more than one place. Hey, whatever. You don't want to take the mask off in between places. All right, cool. That means you've grown you've grown calm with not having oxygen, bro. Oxygen depletion from the brain does create psychosis. Fun fact. Without enough oxygen to your brain, it makes you very susceptible to very stupid ideas. Even when you're skydiving, they warn you of this. They say, because skydiving is very simple. You know, you, you get up in the plane, you jump out of the plane, you pull the line or you pull the second line. Right. You land on the ground. That's fine. Right. Right? It's not how it's supposed to work. Right? Fun fact. It's not how it works. People get under stress and they forget colors. That's why a lot of cords on bungee, on uh, bungee jumping or even with parachutes, the cords are color coordinated because guess what? You're not going to fucking remember, okay? You're going to be under weird, wild amounts of stress. Weird, strange situations. Are you going to remember pull lever one first and then lever two second? You're probably not going to remember that. Here's what's easier. Pull the orange thing on your suit. Oh, what color is your suit? Color, the suit? The suit's blue. How about that? Your suit is blue. This is a bright orange, neon orange lever. You pull that one first. If you can't get it open, you pull the green one. Red, orange first, green if you don't have anything else. If Green if that's your last just your last ditch effort, okay? Now, when going through all these processes and steps, you know, whether it's bungee jumping, 
parachuting or even if it's just basically going out to go and gather groceries trust me you don't have to be a dick about it sounds pretty fucking simple but i'm gonna keep reiterating it there's a lot of crazy motherfuckers out here and here's the thing don't feed into their shit either if you're watching this right now and you're checking this out you're probably close to me and you're like yo i will fuck a motherfucker up (laughs) who's gonna try to tell me to put on a mask no i mean and that's okay that's okay. Trust me. Be mad. Don't ever get twisted. Be angry. But you know, <laughs> don't don't. Let's not let's not lash out at a Walmart. Let's not become a meme at a Costco. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not worth it. But what I will also say is there are those out there. I've seen them. They they want to clash. They want to say some wildness to you. Some of them want to have that type of interaction. They don't want that smoke. They tripping. So what I'm going to do one more time, and I think this is kind of the last piece from Jimmy Dore I'm going to give to you. Um, If you want to check out more Jimmy Dore, I'm going to give you the links and everything at the end of this. But I want to play this last portion just because I really think when they talk about TYT, this is very important because a lot of people who watch TYT, they're, they're leaving in droves and they don't have anywhere to go. You can come here. You're welcome. Now, for those who are leaving Mug Club, you're also welcome here. We talk shit about all these motherfuckers, bro. <laughs> yo, yo, you, yo, you are accepted here. You know what I'm talking about? This is a safe place. But I mean, you know, l- let me just play this last thing. I'll do my last piece and I'm t- I won't take too much more of your time, right? Check it out. On the left, they'll just say you're right wing, you're right wing, you're right wing, unless you agree with, with us. and all that stuff, but question universal health care, and they have no problem with that. So I interviewed, I don't know if you know, but a big watershed moment at my show was I interviewed a Boogaloo boy. And now people don't know anything about the Boogaloo boy. Either did I. That's why I interviewed him. And what I found out, it was exactly what you just said. So this Boogaloo boy comes on my show, and he tells people that the Boogaloo boys were invented as a response to the Proud Boys. They're not Proud. So people would conflate Boogaloo boys and Proud Boys. Because the media lies. And that's right. And so the Boogaloo boys were actually people who were seeking common ground. They were pro-Black Lives Matter. They were anti-war. They were anti-cop. They shake hands with Antifa. In vi- they, a bunch of videos. And they, yes. They marched together. They marched with that. So that's the video I saw of this guy, Magnus. And he had a Black Lives Matter person with him. He had a gay person with him. And then it was him. And he's a libertarian. And he said, we seek common ground. We're not your enemy, our enemy. And I was like, this. let's bring this guy on. I found out he was pro-gay. Pro, they provided security for uh, the Black Lives Matter protests. So they're pro-Black Lives Matter, pro-LGBTQ. Uh, they're anti-war, anti-cop. What else do you guys, This, this, that's five, four or five out of the top 10 issues I have. We can agree on, we can work on. They demonize me. Like, you can't do that. That guy's this, he's that. And I'm like, so I, I literally had a guy come on after I interviewed him from the World Socialist website. And he's supposed to be a union organizer. His name is Jerry something. And I can't remember his last name and you never heard of it anyway because this guy's never accomplished a goddamn thing in his life. And he came on and he started to rip me for interviewing that guy. And I go, Jerry, what's your message to that guy? This guy is being affected by the economic crushing from COVID, just like everybody else. What's your message? Don't you have a message to recruit him? Because if you don't have a message, the Nazis are going to have a message. We got to have a message. And he goes, I don't have a message for that guy. And I'm like, well, that's why nobody ever heard of you. And that's why you've never accomplished anything in your life, because that's not how you organize. 
You know how you organize? Just like Christian Smalls did at the Amazon warehouse on Staten Island. Now, if you don't know Staten Island, it's all full of Trump voters. And he's a black guy who organized a union of Trump voters on Staten Island. And how do you do that? Well, I'll tell you how you don't do it. You don't go to the union floor and go, who here's a proud boy? You're out. Who's a boogaloo boy? <laughs> You're out. Who doesn't like Social Security? You're out. Who's against LGBTQ? You're out. Who's who's a libertarian gun nut? You're out. Okay, who's left? Now let's organize. That's not how you do it. Everybody knows that's not how you organize. The way when you when people on the left say we're going to organize along class lines, they don't even realize what they're saying because what that means is organizing with Trumpers. That's and right. they say, we'll never do that. Well, that's what organizing along class lines means, moron. And that's why you haven't accomplished anything in your life except divide the country. Your neighbor's not your enemy. The military industrial complex is your enemy. Wall Street is your enemy. Big pharma, big insurance, that is your enemy, not your neighbor. Yeah, I got a question well, so about the military the, industrial complex. Well, I'll, 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 I'll ask it after this. Well, no, later. I wanted to bring that up specifically because I'm, I'm curious as to your thoughts on Ukraine as it pertains to the military industrial complex. Well, it's amazing how people have no idea what's going on in Ukraine. But what's worse is they have no idea that they have no idea what's going on in Ukraine. And what's going on in Ukraine is a proxy war that we've been planning for years and years to put an economic hurt on Russia. And what we've always feared was Russia coming together with Germany. Germany has their technology and they have their capital. And we were always afraid of Germany's technology and capital coming together with Russia's uh, manpower and natural resources. Mm -hmm. So there they are, they come together. We immediately move, go into action. We overthrow the Ukrainian government because all the pipelines go through Ukraine. We install a puppet regime and then they start bombing the Donbass, which is the eastern part, the Russian speaking part of Ukraine. They bombed it for eight years straight, but they had a peace agreement called the Minsk Accords that was supposed to stop it. They never, they never abided by it. That was in 2015 that the Minsk Accords, why don't they ever abide by that? Nobody ever, so when, they, when corporate America media tells the story about Ukraine, they start at Putin's invasion. They don't start with the coup that the CIA and the right wing Nazis in Ukraine pulled off to overthrow a democratically elected president of Ukraine. And then the people who were the Russian speakers in the eastern part of Ukraine didn't want to go along with a coup government. So they didn't want. So that's when Ukraine starts bombing the hell out of them. And so they they killed 16,000 people. With, so they never talk about this in the corporate media. So, and also Ukraine was going to join NATO. They've been threatening to join NATO now. That's a big deal. And Putin, everybody's known for decades that if that happened, that would trigger Putin to, or Russia to do something. Everybody from Chomsky to Henry Kissinger has said that. This is a, this is a re political reality. This isn't about who's right or wrong, but if we keep expanding NATO, which NATO is no longer a defensive organization, yeah, right. it's there, it's, 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 it's an aggressive organization, which mm -hmm. is being proven in Ukraine right now. And so when we let Germany uh, unify, they made a promise to the Russians that we wouldn't expand NATO. They've expanded NATO like crazy all the way up to their border now with Ukraine. Yeah. And so that is triggering. We wouldn't let uh, Mexico join a, a, a military pact with China, right? And then China starts putting bases in Mexico. We wouldn't let that happen. Yeah, it's and like that's what we're that's what we're doing in Ukraine, plus a lot of other things. And mm -hmm. this is about so we can sell liquefied natural gas, among other things, to Europe. Russia provided 40 percent 
of the of the energy to Europe before the Ukraine war. And now the United States wants part of that. And that's what this is all about. Uh, so we can sell more. And we are. We're right now selling more liquefied natural gas to, to Europe. And we also that's why we blew up the Nord Stream pipeline, which nobody will cover. And we blew we blew it up. At, and they're, they're bragging about what a great opportunity this is. Of course we did that. And why Germany will go along with this you know, Merkel wouldn't go along with that. She pushed on and she built the Nord Stream pipelines. Mm-hmm. But now whoever, their political class are just puppets. And that's what Putin keeps saying. Why is Europe going along with the imperialism of the United States and NATO, which is exactly what this is. So people don't know that's what this is. They think that all of a sudden Putin woke up one night and decided to, one morning he decided to invade Ukraine and be a jerk. And that's not what's happening. You- In fact, he's the one who's been pushing for peace talks. And there was a peace agreement in March NATO sabotaged it because they don't want a peace agreement. They want to put an economic hurt on Russia, and they don't care how many Ukrainians get slaughtered to do it. The Ukrainians are just cannon fodder for an economic war pushed by the West and NATO. Go You're ahead. familiar with the Qatar Turkey pipeline? Woo! I'm not going to let it go further. Um, they do go deep on the Qatar Turkey pipeline. It's a whole other piece of propaganda. All I'm going to say is it explains Jamar Khashoggi and how a re- a reporter went to a country and exited the country in pieces in a suitcase. And even I'm like still like, ugh. It's troubling, man. It's, it's heavy. And that's what I'm here for. I give you the heavy. I watch, I watch the news so you don't have to. A new ring on a new ring on the brain is here for you. It's not here to prove a point or uh, you know get people riled up or freak people out. This is just data you're not gonna get anywhere else, and that's why I do this. That's, I, I'm not out here trying to get a buck. I'm not out here trying to you know oh go to AG one and use my link or, or hey you know when you're on this website you know put in promo code. BG5 get five percent off. No, 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 no. If I brought you a product, number one, it's gonna be cheap, it's gonna be dope. But I'm not gonna I'm I'm not here to do that to you. I'm not here to take your money, I'm not here to be that type of dude. And I mean, I think for the life of me, there was a time where I have to be honest and say I wanted a viral video, I wanted it bad. No, you know, at one point I went to sleep thinking, I'm going to get a million views. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. I didn't know how. I just kept saying it. I'm okay with where I'm at. I'm 100% okay with it. Like, I, I don't need more stress or drama on what I'm doing. And, and even with that being said, if you're not stressed out or dramatized by what we just listened to, I mean, I don't know how else to convey this message to you. We are at war. This is wartime, guys. There's a reason you may be having a falling out with your family, with your friends, with people you thought were were your day ones but are are proving themselves not to be. All of that is happening for us as well, us as podcasters. Um, People like Eliza Blue, people like – you were just talking about it earlier. uh, What's her name? Uh, Oh, shit, from the quartering uh, uh, – Watson, Emily Watson. Uh, there's the stuff that's going on with pearly things, the stuff that's going on with 
um, Jedediah Watt, uh, Jedediah from, from Bayutainment. Better yet, go check out Bayutainment. That's going to be something. You're going to get Jimmy Dore on Friday. But, I mean, you know, there's just a lot of, even in the podcast film, in the, in, sorry, in the podcast realm, there's so many people who are just so mad because they're not getting their way. You know, the quartering when he had his beef with other podcasters, that's real. Ethan Klein, when he has the BS with his RSS feed, um, Brendan Saab being told he ain't funny, uh, fucking Chris, Chris D'Elia and, and, and the whole the whole uh, uh, documentary on what Chris D'Elia has been doing. Guess what, man? There's people out here doing some dirt. You understand? I'm probably the cleanest I've ever been in my life. I definitely am not doing the things I was doing 10, 5, 10 years ago. I'm changing my life. I'm doing a great job at it. You're here with me to do it with me. This is amazing to me. That's why I know if I have an audience to do this with, bet we're unstoppable. We're actually powerful. We are part of a very small percentage of people who even understand what the truth is. So if you just saw what I just saw with Jimmy Dore, guess what? You're one of a small 0.1%. You are not in the percentage of everyone else. You are not a mainstream cat. And if you're listening to this and you're not mainstream, please hit me up. <laughs> like, please listen this far in because at this point, we have to admit, we are being played. This is bad. It is bad out here. Yo, people about to get sick. People about to have all this fallout from whatever's going on in Ohio. Uh, fun fact, the Ohio River Basin runs all the way from Tennessee and Kentucky all the way west to Oregon, damn near Montana. A lot of the portions of Montana are part of the Ohio River Basin. You need to understand, water flows west and south. South is a hill. West is a it's a, it's a moving body of water. I don't know how else to explain it. But here's the kicker. Here's what really gets me. Uh, old Transportation Secretary, Mr. Buttigieg, you ain't said a damn thing. You ain't doing nothing. And you... You obviously don't give a fuck. Now, Mr. Biden, Brandon, whatever you want to be called, I don't care. We can just use names all day. But the thing is, you are also proving you don't care. Miss Harris, you have not cackled in quite some time. I'm concerned on your well-being. Please cackle once or twice to make sure that you're okay. Now, the thing is, for me, and I, again, I'm not political. I'm not going to be rude. I'm not being fucked up. I'm being honest. I gave shit to Pence. I gave shit to Trump as well. I gave shit to Bush. I also gave a ton of shit to fucking Obama. Because guess what? He ain't my nanny. Or my zaddy. Y'all know exactly what I mean by that. So have some fun with that. But anyway, no, I mean, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not sold, man. You didn't buy me on the bill of goods, bro. I ain't been, I ain't, I ain't bought no good bill of goods yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like, re redo the bill of goods, and I might try and buy some. But no, seriously, I, I just don't see the, the advantage in whatever may come from their fuckery. With that being said, I'm going to leave us with one last amazing piece, one last word of advice, and I think it came from the perfect person. Yep, yep. So, yes, yes, y'all, hey. Thank you for hanging in there with me. If you're if you're at this point, I have to admit, 
I would it wouldn't be a proper wrinkle on the brain if I didn't give you a solution. I can always bring you some issues, problems, drama, people feeling some type of way, maybe even some people who are just spitting the truth about politics. I can do all that. Here's the best part. I'm going to leave you with a solution. Not a lot of us do that. Not a lot of us podcasters have any idea what a solution is because a lot of us are going through some bullshit. What I think is important is what my brother, Killer Mike, done said a long time ago. Killer Mike kept it real. And here's something. He said it in a moment of duress. You know, this is two years ago. It's not exactly new. But I think what Killer Mike says in this, you know, kind of impromptu interview, very powerful. Very legit and something I think everybody should check it out. Check it out. Uh whether you send it or if you sit. Check out my what I'm saying is check out my homeboy because yo, he's gonna really put us where we need to be. Because if we're gonna have a ring on the brain, I think this is a beautiful way to to kind of solidify it, you know, make it all solid. Get you know, get you, get your rhymes back. So here you go. Check it out. Um I didn't want to come, and I don't want to be here. I'm the son of an Atlanta City police officer. Um, <clears throat> my cousin is an Atlanta City police officer, and my other cousin, East Point police officer. And I got a lot of love and respect for police officers, down to the original eight police officers in Atlanta that even after becoming police had to dress in a YMCA because white officers didn't want to get dressed with niggers. And here we are 80 years later, I watched a white officer assassinate a black man. And I know that tore your heart out. And I know it's crippling. And I have nothing positive to say in this moment because I don't want to be here. But I'm responsible to be here because it wasn't just Dr. King and people dressed nicely who marched and protested to progress this city and so many other cities. It was people like my grandmother, people like my aunts and uncles who were members of SCLC and NAACP, and in particular, Reverend James Orange, Mrs. Alice Johnson, and Reverend Love, who we just lost last year. So I'm duty bound to be here to simply say that it is your duty not to burn your own house down for anger with an enemy. It is your duty to fortify your own house so that you may be a house of refuge in times of organization. And now is the time to plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. It is time to beat up prosecutors you don't like at the voting booth. It is time to hold mayoral offices accountable, chiefs and deputy chiefs. Atlanta is not perfect, but we're a lot better than we ever were, and we're a lot better than cities are. I'm mad as hell. I woke up wanting to see the world burn down yesterday because I'm tired of seeing black men die. He casually put his knee on a human being's neck for nine minutes as he died like a zebra in the clutch of a lion's jaw. And we watch it like murder porn 
over and over again. So that's why children are burning to the ground. They don't know what else to do. Yeah, so I'm not going to take too much more of your time. I'm going to leave you with this last piece here from Killer Mike. I think it's a real good outro because uh, it rhymes with what we're seeing. We've seen this in the past. We're seeing it again. The Tyree Nichols case is pretty clear. The George, Ford, the George Floyd incident is what Killer Mike is speaking on. The Sandra Bland incident is still something being fought in court. The uh, multiple incidents that have occurred outside of states like Georgia and Texas, those are still ongoing as well. What we need to understand is that this is not a one-time, oh, oops, accident, our bad, you know, just so happens black person died. No, this is pretty systematic. This is pretty regular. This is becoming numbing. That's why Killer Mike is having a hard time explaining this to you. What I think is important is what he says here about plot, plan, strategize, mobilize, and I do believe there's a fifth word. Um, we're going to take it from the keywords that he speaks, and I'm going to let him finish off his comments because this is more than George Floyd now. This is more than the Tyree Nichols case. This is more than just one or two cases. This is a lot of situations where this continues to happen. We have yet to have any type of change. I'm not here to make people into uh, riot gear. I'm not trying to make people get into a situation where you're having some type of some type of negative process with you and your local police for the most part i would love to see a situation where we could all sit at a table and have a conversation but until we get to that point i think what killer mike says is best remember plot and plan but i'm gonna let him say it because he says it way better than i do and he doesn't want to do it you can hear it in his voice he doesn't want to do this so let's go ahead and knock it out all right I'm going to knock it out. This is going to be the last piece you get from me. Appreciate y'all for being with me. New Wrinkle of the Brain. This is your last wrinkle of the night. And guess what? It's a wrinkle that I think we all needed. We might need to, we might just need to be reminded of this. I think this is a concerned citizen, just like I am a concerned citizen. When you hear from us, it's kind of it's kind of scary, but it's truth tellers. Telling you the truth, real recognized, real. Check this out. Coming police had to dress in a YMCA because white officers didn't want to get dressed with niggers. And here we are 80 years later. I watched a white officer assassinate a black man. And I know that tore your heart out. And I know it's crippling. And I have nothing positive to say in this moment because I don't want to be here. But I'm responsible to be here because it wasn't just Dr. King and people dressed nicely who marched and protested to progress this city and so many other cities.
It was people like my grandmother, people like my aunts and uncles who were members of the SCLC and NAACP, and in particular, Reverend James Orange, Mrs. Alice Johnson, and Reverend Love, who we just lost last year. So I'm duty bound to be here to simply say that it is your duty not to burn your own house down for anger with an enemy. It is your duty to fortify your own house so that you may be a house of refuge in times of organization. And now is the time to plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. I think I agree with Killer Mike 100% right now. There was a time when we were told preppers were crazy. If you live in the Ohio area and you were a prepper, you're not crazy. You're damn right. If you were in Tennessee, you're correct because there's fallout that's coming from Ohio. The river basin is about to get hit and the fish die off is real. There's a whole inquisition worth of aerial vehicles being shot from the sky. We can call them UFOs, call them balloons. I don't, I truly don't care anymore. But I know we're at war. This is no longer a joke. This is no longer a, hey, get ready. Nope. Mm -mm. This is go time. This is the green light. Consider that, consider it, consider it what, what I just said. It's the green light. This is the green light. This is the time to move. This is the time to do something. If you're not taking care of yourself, I cannot take care of you. You only have me to let you know. If this is your barometer for how you feel about your life right now, I'm letting you know as the canary in the coal mine. Get the fuck out. Get out of the coal mine. It's getting fucking bad in here. You understand? And you know what? Let me go ahead and play it. Let me let me let me go ahead and play it because y'all ain't believing me. I I I I have a feeling uh I have a feeling you're you're not on the same page with me. But it's okay. It's okay. I didn't believe me either. Um I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it at this right here. This is what I'm gonna do. This is how I feel because to me, we got our solution with Killer Mike. I'm letting you know this is not a joke. This is my. This is this is my last little warning, if you will. I guess if that's how you want to take it, this is your warning. Check it out. Let's share the screen, share the audio. Here we go. Here we go. Now, we told you about that strong scent and the air quality. Uh, there is one woman who lives in Mahoning County who's not all that sure that the situation there is safe. First News reporter Nadine Grimley talked with her today. She joins us here with that story. Nadine.
Well, Stan, even though North Lima is about 10 miles away from East Palestine, Amanda Brashear says when she went to let her dog out last night at about 10 o'clock, the smell made her eyes water. And she also believes it could be why her chickens are now dead. So I walked up to the cage and this this is what I found. Amanda Brashears was going to feed her five hens and rooster this morning when she discovered them all lifeless, practically in the same position with no signs of a predator entering their enclosure. I'm beyond upset and quite panicked because this they they may be just chickens but they're family. Brashear says her chickens were alive and well yesterday. She believes the smell following the detonation of the train carrying chemicals that derailed in East Palestine is to blame for her bird's sudden death. My video camera footage shows my chickens were perfectly fine before they started this burn. And as soon as they started the burn, my chickens slowed down and they died. If it can do this to chickens in one night, imagine what it's going to do to us in 20 years. Officials have said that the smell wasn't toxic or dangerous, but still advised people in the Mahoning Valley to stay indoors Monday night as a precaution. For them to say the air quality is okay, I, I'm calling BS. I'm going to be taking my birds to the vet to have them examined because if this is their, if this is the cause of their burn, they're being held responsible. I didn't just give you a canary in the coal mine. I gave you a chicken, a rooster, a community, a country, a state, multiple cities, and multiple examples of the leaders of all those places being clearly irresponsible. I do not have any clear words for Kamala Harris because she will just cackle at me. But I have to also say she's very much so in dereliction of her duty. We have to eventually wake up. We have to eventually hold people accountable. I don't care what you do with Fauci, but something needs to be done about Brandon and cackling Harris. Do something about it. I don't know how. I don't know why. I don't know when. I truly don't care. It doesn't mean anything anymore. We are watching our country fail, burn, and literally the smoke of the burn is also hurting others. This is this has to stop. You know, we can play the you know equality game another day. We we can we can play the I'm more valuable than that. We can play all those games later. Uh, we have nothing but time later. But here's the kicker. If you kill all of us right now, we're not going to have any time to do it. If you ever had a situation where it's imperative that you survive, this is kind of that one. We don't have any coverage of what happened in Houston. We don't know what's going on in Houston. Yeah, there was another train derailment in Houston, and we don't know what's going on. No one's talking about it. There's a live burning in Ohio that could potentially affect states all the way as close as Maine, Montana, or all the way as west as Montana, and will definitely affect Maine. All the way up 
the Ohio River Valley. That's just a smoke plume. We're not talking about the water runoff. We're not talking about what's going to happen to local aquifers based on what we are seeing currently. And if the fish die off as a tell, then we need to understand it's bad. There are fish belly up all the way as far south as the Mississippi River at this time. We do not know further because there has been no further study. I'm not here to freak you out. I'm not here to scare you. I'm not here to make you paranoid. I'm not here for that. But I guarantee you got a ring on your brain tonight. You know, and even for those who hate me, even for those few people in the world in social media who are very, very angry at me, if you've watched till now, there's a reason you did. You stuck it out. And guess what? I stuck it out for yours. Appreciate you for sticking out for mine. But at this time, we need to understand this is not a joke. Things are bad out here. And if me being away from my family and away from my kids to tell you this, if me telling you this by myself, uninterrupted, if that bothers you, bark up another tree. Because right now, you need to understand we are at war. This is World War III. It's here. It's done. What are you talking about? A balloon floated over the whole continent of the United States. It wasn't shot down until it was already over North Carolina. When it could have been shot before it even entered the airspace of Alaska. There are things we are not being told. But, you know, I'm just here to give a ring on the brain. You feel me? Appreciate y'all. Appreciate everybody out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is not BS. I really do appreciate you. Um, the special word for the, today's podcast is going to be banana guitar. Because last one, if if you remember last one, if you remember the one from last week, comment it. Um, you can get me on the social medias under under Rink on the Brain. The podcast, you can get the podcast page at, at facebook.com. Also, on Facebook, me, BG, BG, uh, host of ANWOTV. Sorry, BG host A and WOTB. That's me. So that'll be me. Um, you can always get me as well on the Twitter under what the diddly, all one word, W H A T T H A D I D D L E Y. And I'm on Instagram under Joe.cat. Appreciate y'all. Um I I don't have much more I can do here. I just hope everyone is safe. Everyone is uh, okay. If you have any family out there in Ohio, please open your doors to them because guess what? They may not be able to go home anytime soon. Thank you for being there. Thank you for being awesome and for being cool like me and weird. You're the shit. Just in case you ain't heard it today, I love you. Appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And yes, we will be back soon with a new Rink on the Brain.